0: Welcome everyone back to another edition of Cleve and me after a week off when Cleve was in town visiting the boys. We had hell in a cell and now it is championship week, especially if you're an NBA or NHL fan. We have the midst of the NBA finals. We have the heart and soul with game one in the NHL. So there is a lot happening. And in the meantime, you know, the, you know, just kind of like earlier I was listening to my Colts radio show. a guy retires. you have to change your you have to change your stories up. you have plans going in. I, we send a script every day of the show and today it just has to change. we're gonna to get to the damn report. Um, it's gonna go along with this and we're just gonna start there and then we're gonna talk about some big storylines within the ring but coming in the last couple of hours from the Wall Street Journal, uh, and you know, I would like to pull it up and if tones it before we get intros, if you have the wall street journal I'll tweet up as well, but there is an article going around that Vince McMahon it could be, uh, in some hot water here. It looks like he might've paid off.
1: I got the wall street journal. Podcast. Yeah, go, go, go ahead while you're,
0: uh, if a you got couple, it up.
1: a couple of, um, you know, big sites have broke it, but the wall street journal was first to give him credit, but WWE board probes secret three million dollar hush pact by CEO Vince McMahon. Sources said in the article, pretty much goes on to say in January of 2022, separation agreement bars a now former employee who was hired in 2019, and pretty much when she got hired, she was making a hundred thousand. Then right after they had sexual relations, her uh, salary went up to two hundred thousand. Allegedly, she was jumped around um, with John Laurinaitis and just a lot of crazy... Do they say
0: anything of active, inactive? Um, I know you said 2019, but I'm trying to narrow it down in my head.
1: She stepped away, and she's afraid to say her name because Vince McMahon um, paid her off to be quiet, so she doesn't really want to speak on her name's behalf right now. But it says, uh, yeah, pretty much just says that you know WWE is looking to sell right now so this is a pivotal point what's going to happen with Vince McMahon at this point in time but once again uh, it says the email to the board also alleged Mr. McMahon gave her like a toy to Mr. Laurinaitis the board is investigating the allegations in the email Mr. Laurinaitis is married to the Bella's mom so that could draw some bad blood my friend was so scared she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry paid her millions of dollars to shut up. The initial email was reported to the board. In other words, it's interesting times for Vince McMahon in the WWE.
0: Well, yeah, speaking of the Bell Twins, I was just watching a show I watched, America's Got Talent, the other day, and they were on there. So, funny little, uh, you know, useless tidbit. But, um, man, Cleve, I want to bring you on this. So, we're going to go... There's really no. I'm not going to say facts yet, but we're going to go with what the what the the wrestling world is going with. And if they publish an article like this, when there's smoke, there is fire, as they like to say. Um, man, it, you know it's he's Vince McMahon's been the head of the company. Um, obviously now he's going to be investigated. Uh, three million dollars hush pack agreement, as they call it, to an ex employee is no chump change. Uh, the details, you know, we'll get more as we go on, but a pretty mind blowing story to start off uh, our show today.
2: I agree. Um, I think as more details come out, we can, you know, really find out what's going on because from what it seems like, it just seems uh, Vince was having an affair with this woman that was working with WWE at the time. And like Tones mentioned, John Laurinaitis was also involved. So, um, uh, I think we um, a lot of people are wondering to see was central or was it, you know, Vince, you know, using his power as the head of the WWE to basically uh, take advantage of this girl? Like, it's a lot. of Well, she
1: got more. The story reports she did get a pay raise for sex. So, yes, in theory, if it is true, he did
2: indeed use his power. okay yeah. But I mean, was it like a consensual thing or if it's just like vince like told this girl you know to get a raise
0: well hey and we then we we can't even that that's so far into the weeds that that's where we can't even um say too much yet because all we know is that it sounds like somebody got paid to keep quiet about a secret relationship um that was a little scary for the lady
2: Yeah. Then the thing also, too, is also domino effects sometimes because, you know, this might be just the first that comes out against Vince. So I think the board will take this very serious. And even if Vince is found innocent, whether innocent or guilty about it, they're probably going to move Vince away for a while. You know, his age is getting up there. Um, A lot of conflicts in the past few years with releasing stars the shocking fire of Stephanie and Shane out of nowhere. So I think um, maybe it's just time for a – no, you go ahead.
0: No, no, I'm just – I wanted to add on to what you were saying. This could possibly, you know, um, for people who aren't always aligned with Vince McMahon or people who think WWE has gone off the edge over the past decade, this could possibly be a chance for – you know, a clean start, you know, sell the company. WWE gets a fresh face on things. I don't know how far it will go, but obviously, as you've seen, uh, Shane hasn't been around in a while. Stephanie seemed to have distanced herself uh, as negotiations go on. So it, it, as bad as this could seem, it, it, if uh, Vince McMahon takes himself out of the limelight, it, it could end up being a good thing, too. Who knows?
1: And the WWE did release a statement already to all of their employees. They emailed all of their employees and talents the following. The Wall Street Journal has published a report about WWE with allegations that we and our board of directors take seriously. We are cooperating fully with the independent investigation initiated by our board of directors. Thank you. That's according to Brad Shepard. And he got that from the wall street journal so wwe is already investigating the matter their board of directors is looking into it as we speak
0: and, and you have to and you know it, it is kind of interest when you know when that much money is involved and there's things that come out over time you gotta we gotta see where it all plays out but just like you know deshaun watson and football um in completely different situations. But when there's smoke, there is usually fire. Unfortunately for Mr. Deshaun Watson, it's 66 cases of smoke. Uh, Vince McMahon is just in one spot right now, but it, it, my it thing, there could be a lot. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go for it.
2: No, my only thing is just for everyone not to just, you know, overreact or, you know, cause that's I exactly think that now too where a lot of people are damn guilty before for their even evidence are even presented in front of them, especially in today's society. You know, sexual accusations are a very serious thing now because um, a lot has been going on people. Absolutely. Out so you really want to take this very serious, but you also have the crowd of people that will judge you before any facts even come out about this. So I just hope people just, you know, wait. Keep their judgments until we find out more, you know, because people that
0: hate Vince McMahon, people that hate Vince McMahon are going to are going to run with this full. And and you know what? Hey, uh, it could easily be all in that direction. And Vince McMahon could uh, go from the top of the food chain to the bottom really quickly. But uh, I agree with you. Let's wait and see exactly fully what happens here. But, uh, man, talk about a time for you. You didn't you probably didn't need something like this.
1: Yeah, that is it is wild. And the thing is, I mean, the settlement is out to the public now. So one way or another there was three million dollars given from Vince to the lady that's no acknowledged to this point. So um I think we're all holding out hope that Vince wouldn't do it, but three million dollar payment, that's uh that's a lot of money.
0: And my last thing out before we get to the damn report, if you know, it proves out, um, you know, that it you know, that this was not so consensual maybe more force. which again we have a lot to prove before that or whatever hey a vince mcmahon high respected guy for him. i am i'm one of not the few it seems in uh life these days of wrestling i would totally turn against you can't be doing things like that and let's get this sold let's get it in a different direction let's move on but at the same time hey it could easily been one of those things where person's trying to get their payoff and now uh wait some time and loot off more than she can chew but until you know we get more data they're going to do a full investigation we will trust the facts and we will report them as we see them but that is the early story and i'm sure tones uh you know that will lead us right into the damn report because whoa, talk about starting with uh some interesting news to say the least
1: Yeah, and kind of piggybacking off of that, according to Monthly Peroso, they're an overseas wrestling outlet. They have reported that uh, sources close to the WWE are reporting that McMahon is already negotiating deals to sell the company, which is why Stephanie distanced herself from the company. So that's an interesting uh, little tidbit there as well. Obviously, Uh, we're going to get over this McMahon story. Mike Tyson. Backs out of the roast of Ric Flair, so there is going to be the Ric Flair roast, and Mike Tyson was going to be a part of it. But he said, eh, I'm backing out, man. So no more Mike Tyson and the Ric Flair roast, if, if those were looking forward to that. Alexa Bliss defends her gimmick that was getting questioned by fans and said, I get bored easily, so I'm open to gimmick changes over her new role in the WWE. Uh, Before all the Vince McMahon news came out today, WWE stock was up today. So those of you who invested in the WWE, get your money while you can, maybe, um, or you hold it for the long haul. But stock was up as of this morning for the WWE. So not all doom and gloom there. Tony Khan tweets that AEW in its 141st episode of Dynamite tonight has one of the best cards in history. And you do look at the card. It is pretty dang good for just a um, regular dynamite. It includes Jericho, the Young Bucks. It includes Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. It includes Wardlow. It includes uh, Marrow and some of the bigger names from New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. So that looks interesting. Wardlow's new gimmick, he imitates Law and Order SVU. It's a background. It says Sterling and Wardlow in all elite wrestling. Powerbomb-based defenses are considered especially heinous and Wardlow is leading the charge on that. WWE official and current Impact official Brian Hebner announces his retirement, so longtime uh, respected official is setting off into the sunset. Another big star is injured this time WWE's behalf Sasha Banks undergoes eye surgery, so even if she was around, Sasha would be out for a long time as she underwent eye surgery. Another big star is put on the shelf. Money in the Bank poster is released. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch lead the cover. It's a pretty cool cover for those of you that haven't seen it yet. Uh, Sa- or uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are making it rain with a lot of money on the cover and uh, Money in the Bank briefcase in the front of it. Bobby Cruz says Ring of Honor is planning to introduce women's tag team titles. We've seen the WWE do so before, so ROH seems to be following suit. Thunder Rosa addresses allegations that she sandbagged Marina Shafir on AEW Dynamite. So yes, Thunder Rosa critics are all over her saying she purposely made Marina Shaffer look bad on an episode of AEW Dynamite. Ding dong, hello, happy birthday, Bailey. It's Bailey's birthday today. So, for those of you that like Bailey, uh, go wish her a happy birthday. Um, early gambling odds are out for the Money in the Bank matches and the Money in the Bank pay per view. So, it's interesting to look at him for women's. It's as followed uh, Charlotte Flair has the second highest odds at 11 to 4. Becky Lynch is the early favorite at 6 to 4. Lacey Evans is 13 to 4. Alexa Bliss and Bailey are 9 to 2. Raquel Gonzalez, 7 to 1. Asuka, 8 to 1. And Liv Morgan, 9 to 1. In the men's, Seth Rollins is the early favorite at 4 to 6. Drew McIntyre and Riddle share the next best odds of 4 to 1, followed by Theory at 13 to 2. Sami Zayn, 10 to 1. Omos and Randy Orton, 21 to 2. And John Cena, 15 to 1. Yes, John Cena has cracked the opening odds for Money in the Bank. Daniel Garcia says, WWE told me that if any other company had interest in me, they would sign me even quicker. A WWE Hall of Famer predicts that Paige will be in the ring in the very near future, kind of like Edge when he retired because of neck problems and came back. Exciting times. Warner Brothers announces a streaming contract with AEW, so that'll be interesting to see. Wardlow takes place in a 20-on-1 handicap elimination match tonight called Class Action. It's like, come on. That should be pretty interesting to see. I'm I'm a little excited to see what goes on in that. Um, Obviously, uh, other things going on. More bad news for Vince McMahon. Uh, Oliver Luck, Andrew Luck's dad, Vince McMahon's former XFL partner is suing Vince McMahon for multi million dollar breach of contract, and they're going to trial next month. So, Vince McMahon's pockets could be looking empty soon in the near future, fellas. That is today's damn report, and as always, uh, looking forward to the next one.
0: Damn, damn, damn. And, you know, a lot to, a lot to, of- was given out right there. I mean, especially as we talked about in great detail, not great detail, but greater length on Vince McMahon. Uh, Like we said, uh, you know, we will report on it when we get more facts. Uh, We retweeted it just now on Cleveland. Here's a
1: question for you guys real quick. Which lawsuit? which lawsuit is more troubling for Vince in terms of money-wise? Do you think the one going on with the lady right now or the one with the XFL and Oliver Luck? Because apparently Oliver Luck's trying to say Vince McMahon owes him like $20 million or something. I'm going to go with a
0: woman one. And it, like I, I'm going to put on a one-to-ten scale. One going not concerned at all. Ten um, concerned. I'm going to go... At, an eight for the woman and a 0.5 for Oliver Luck. And here's my reasoning on that. Uh, For a while now, Oliver Luck seems to be going after uh, Vince McMahon and whatever he tries. It doesn't quite fully work because he's been trying it for a while. I remember hearing about this last year a little bit, but he'll keep fighting. They'll probably keep fighting in court until some little set of moments reach. This woman thing though, and nobody really as much as, Uh, We love the Andrew Luckman. We know Oliver Luck a little bit, especially in our circles. Nobody really cares if he gets screwed out of some money. He's rich. This woman thing, though, if it is as bad as it could be, ruins you as a person no matter what happens in your future, um, regardless of if he sells or not. This is a terrible um, look. I think if it is true, and you know it looks bad for him, automatic sell. Because if you keep the comp- that's you, keeping it at that point would be just brutal. Um, interesting though that he didn't lean more on his kids, and he's leaning more on selling, probably to put more money in his pocket. I would take it, but I, that, Cleve, I'll give it off to you. But my concern level is way higher for this story now with the. Uh, un- unemployed uh, WWE employee um, that is going to eventually have to come to the surface if they want the story to truly take its course.
2: Uh, I think I agree with what Joe said. I think the sec- Oliver Miller. I've heard this thing since the F- XFL closed, and it just seems uh, it seems like it's really not going anywhere. So that just seems like a lost cause. But Joe made a very good point. Whether he is found innocent or guilty of it, it's just the label that's attached to Vince from now on would just, people would just look at them differently. And when you say sell the company, are we mean outside of the family or we mean within the family? Like, Well, I, I would
0: think outside.
2: I, I mean, I would personally prefer if they would keep it within the family because I heard it was like Disney was trying to buy it. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. I just don't see Disney running WRV how it should be. I just think a lot of changes would come. I just think, it would turn off a lot of older fans from watching it. But like we said, this is all just uh, speculating right now about, you know, what's going on. But like think- Somebody's
0: tweet is Nick Khan joined WWE and took down the entire McMahon family in two years. Like, uh, there's you, you don't know what could happen in these situations. We have no idea. And, yes, folks, I know there's a lot more, uh, We you know, we're going to talk about Roman and Riddle Championship Friday, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk injuries and more. But this is just, I mean, it, it really depends how hard it, it goes in. And everybody's going to be tuned into this day. This is not going to go away lightly by any means. Um, so we'll keep you posted at me and Cleveland me on our Twitter if you have it. Like I said, we retweet stuff there. Uh, retweeted. Usually get birth birthdays out there, so go uh, follow it now. And if you have not, uh, a couple of things because I know Tones only has so much time, and uh, Cleve, we're going to dive into a couple others. You did bring up AEW. Um, we might as well talk a little bit about it now. There is a hair for hair match that involves Chris Jericho. Uh, is Tone's alluded to in the damn report. Warlow has like a 20 on one with basically what I would call security. Uh, In a sense, that will be interesting. Um, Other FTR will take on um, Dax Harder. will take on Will Ospreay from new Japan uh, who made an appearance on dynamite the other night. uh, As well as if we'll get a Brian Danielson update. And then along with CM Punk, he had surgery it sounds like they're optimistic but there is no timetable which to me means at a minimum of 6 months up to a year i and i i hate even speculating as i'm not a doctor uh in terms of anything AEW tonight CM Punk Brian Danielson or others uh tones what are you intrigued by in AEW right now
1: I'm intrigued by a lot of stuff that's going on tonight. Obviously, we all know about Chris Jericho and how much he loves his hair. He used to be very close with Ortiz. Now they're battling tonight in a hair-versus-hair match, so that's pretty intriguing. Obviously, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus against the Young Bucks in a ladder match. Yeah, and and the Hardys were knocked
0: out of that.
1: Guys, so that is going to be incredible. Those are four very good high-flying talents who are incredible tag teams. Um, they th- th- it's what makes their tag team division that strong. And then, as you said, Osprey versus hardwood should be interesting. Britt Baker against Tony storm should be a lot of fun. You got Moxley, uh, face-to-face with the star of new Japan pro wrestling Hiroshi Tanashi. So that should be interesting. You got marrow against Ethan page in and all Atlantic championship qualifying match for their new belt. And then the 20 and one Wardlow match. I mean, this is a real stacked card. I'm I'm most excited probably in um, the ladder match. I mean, I love yeah. Jericho, and I love a couple other guys with that ladder match.
0: And well. it should be six people, but as we know, uh, and we didn't even hit it, obviously, Jeff Hardy. Oh, if yeah, you ever, if you ever heard now. it, yeah, now it does with the Vince McMahon stuff. If you haven't heard it by now, uh, that six-man ladder match is four because um, another DUI by Mr. Hardy, which... Um at the end of the day Tony Khan was wanted to fire him but didn't end up. They you know, they talked to him. They said we'll help you if you want to get counseling. You are suspended without pay, uh, unless you can complete there's like a lot of things and great in to some long story short, it's gotta go through some, you know, rehab and counseling and do all that, which I don't know. it's you know, fool me one shame, you know how they that saying goes. This is like three, four strikes you're out. So I I don't know if we're going to see him too much, and it sucks for Matt Hardy because he's on his last year or two, and obviously now um, these classic matches that won at AEW, enjoy the couple you had because I don't think you're going to be getting any more. So, man, a lot uh, has happened. Speaking of the negative things that we have to talk about, the injuries as well, Cleveland. When you were over on Friday night, we saw CM Punk come out and relinquish the title um, due to an injury. He has now; it's going to be at Forbidden Door, which tones I will be attending. It will be John Moxley, and we will see in a New Japan match. Uh, I think it's just for
1: it. Uh, Hiroshi Tanashi. It's just
0: him, I think. I, th- I thought they're. At first, they were maybe thinking triple threat. I think it's just one-on-one for sure. Um still so,
1: time, so... Yeah,
0: know. something could happen, but I really feel like probably John Moxley comes out of that, which to me is a great uh, interim tri- champ. And by the way, Cleveland, whoever wins that match, the interim champion will end up facing CM Punk whenever he does come back. Thoughts on all that? As you are muted.
1: Well, I'll I'll go ahead and just say a couple words quickly because uh you know this Yankee fan, cowboy fan, <laughs> uh, he he you know he, he likes winners, but he, you know he can't have his stuff together, ready to roll. So I'll say a couple words real quick. Uh, I I think it's interesting because it, it's an interesting thing. Usually, when someone gets hurt, like a Finn Balor has in the past or something like that, we see a title relinquished, and usually, like. Um, they're not really too worried or committed if the guy who relinquishes the title gets a chance again here. It seems like they really want punk in the storyline to go somewhere. So I could see it going either way. I hope Moxley gets it because he deserves it. But um, now that they have the forbidden door broken, the glass door broken, a lot of people were hoping it'd be WWE, AEW, here it is AEW and new Japan pro wrestling. I think it'd be an intriguing storyline because punk's not going to be gone forever if the new Japan pro wrestling guy takes it, but I hope Moxley gets it. I, I like John Moxley a lot. He's one of the better wrestlers that we get to watch week in and week out. So I hope he wins.
2: Cleve. Uh, thank you, Mr. Tones, for taking care of that as I was handling something, but my only issue, I just, I'm confused about the intern. The, what's the interim What is it? Um, The guy that's not really the champion, you know what I mean? The interim champ.
0: No, you're right yeah. on that. Who yeah. it, it right. could be. We'll find out yeah. at forbidden door.
2: It's kind of a, it's sort of a silly idea because let's just say you know, CM Punk eventually comes back. Will Dean Ambrose hold the champion till uh, till Punk comes back? And we don't even well, we don't even know how long Punk will be out too. So if it goes past six months, then AEW really have a big problem on their hands. I think they should have just took the belt off Punk and then would have like made this match at forbidden door for the actual belt. So whoever wins it is the actual <laughs> AEW champion. I
0: totally and i but i I totally disagree though. but when you come back for injury, I think I'm um, like, I don't think they did that with Finn Barry. I think right when you come back from injury, you should get a shot at the title no, if you no, were the champion.
2: That's what I was saying. You should get a title, but you shouldn't hold the champion as you're sitting on the sideline, especially if it's going to be. Oh,
0: I see. Just give up the main champion. More
2: than four months, because then that's just going to create a whole bunch of problems. Because let's just say Dean Ambrose has had a really successful championship run and CM Punk comes back. You're going to have a real tough decision. Do I want to continue with Punk as champion? Well, they'd fight to- for the belt. That's what the plan yeah. is. But then, then who would you have as the winner? You know what I mean? That's. I mean,
1: I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think they're copying what UFC did. Um, you know, UFC for the past year, they had a title that was both Yon's and Sterling's yeah. because the match ended in a disqualification. And some people felt like it wasn't a proper way to end the UFC title match. So although Sterling won the belt via disqualification they gave at the same time an interim title belt to Jan so it ended up happening in UFC when they eventually fought again the loser got stripped of their belt the winner kept their belt and it'd be one champion now I think they might be trying to piggyback or copy off that idea right wrong or indifferent like I said you could go either way on that but I we've seen it in UFC happen in the past year maybe that's where their heads at I'm not sure but you never
2: know my question What is Punk's injury? Because I remember me and Joe were watching it, but I also remember we fell asleep as he was giving the promos. I forgot exactly what the injury was.
1: Uh, Look at you trying to throw jabs. We fell asleep when he was giving the promos. It's just, like but you I can did, never
2: give, you, you always got a jab. I give right AW their props. They put on a phenomenal tag match with the two guys with the. I don't know the one green man and then the young bucks. That was a it, injury was his foot. It was his foot, by the way.
0: Yeah, that and there's it's that one's a little harder to figure because they say a little less on it. Like to transfer really quick, Cody Rhodes. We know uh, WWE has reported he's up about nine months, which puts it at the Royal Rumble. To me, a lot of people already speculate he could win. That does seem like a no-brainer uh type storyline is my freaking dinner they delivered to the wrong building after i cooked me up this this is so sad i'm 0 for 2 here anyways stay into the story at hand um so punk's out a while roads out nine months uh tones at hell in a cell match we watched we didn't really talk post-show but for the couple minutes we got left with you um rated one of the best matches when he took off his coat i could not believe the intense bruise that he had Uh, And then for him to go through a table, put Seth through a table, other weapons being involved. uh, What a way to go out for, which will be about, like I said, nine months now.
1: It was an incredible match and uh, it was a great, great performance by both individuals, Rhodes and Rollins and Rhodes said it himself that it was up to him to wrestle. So nobody could Give him grief for. I wish I was in a little better shape for Hell in a Cell, but just the fact that we were there, experience in Hell in a Cell was incredible. Uh, We got to be at one of the better matches of wrestling that we've seen so far this year, and we it might not be topped um, throughout the rest of the year. So it was really just a special moment. Cody Rhodes going out there injured, performing like he did. I mean you know, I I think a couple things on the card might have been affected by it because he was injured. So although it was still a 10 star match, you know, you might have gotten a 12 star match if he wasn't injured out of 10. I mean, as great of a match as it was, imagine it could, the potential is even more so. So, you know, they they shuffled around a pre-show to the main card, probably trimmed five to eight minutes off the match and Great thing they did that because you could tell Rhodes was laboring through the match a little bit. There were several times where, you know, either K-5 or real life, he did go to pick up Rollins, and you could tell his shoulder was hurting. Now, the only thing I dislike about the entire thing is how Rollins ended up 0-3. I think Rollins is a better talent than going 0-3. I mean, I do like Cody Rhodes, but to me, if you're going to give Rhodes all three, like, to me, th- there has to be bigger – Bigger revenge underneath this whole thing for Rollins. Rollins has to, like, get the title off of Rhodes at the end of the day, way down the road or something like that. I think Rollins was a professional's professional here. I think, you know, he had three great matches. And then that after after story of him, um, you know, giving credit to Dusty Rhodes and saying how proud Dusty would be of him and then attacking him, it was phenomenal. So I love the entire thing besides Rollins under the and 3
0: Yeah, and I, you know, Cleve, real quick, and then I want you to go, I got to give myself a quick pick because I was texting Tim Crowley about two, a week before, he goes, you know, a little bit a uh, week of a card with star power wise. I go, hey, you're not wrong there, but we're going to get one of the best matches, if not the best match of the past decade. And sure enough, a guy I don't really follow too much, but he is tied in Dave Meltzer, as we all know. Rated right his best match in the last decade. So take it as for you. See it. Uh, the point was proven out there inside the ring. Cleve, what were you going to mention?
2: Well, it's just nice to hear Tone say all these wonderful things about Seth Rollins, who has slowly become the best wrestler in WWE at the moment with Roman being gone. Um, a lot of other guys seem like they're just floating around Seth Rollins character. It, I mean, his promos are fantastic. Um, uh, he just had that real great match with AJ Styles, which honestly is crazy that we got. I so do crazy. hate his character right now, I will say, his though. His character's
0: great. It's, it's, well, it's it,
1: too fake for me. It's just too fake for me.
0: And, Cleve, we don't got time to get into his character. Yeah, but you yeah. did say that you I mean,
1: did. not see why people love it. And he, you know, he's successful. But for me, it's just too fake.
0: Cleve, you did bring up, though, Mr. Roman Reigns. And nobody, none of us three think he's going to lose on Friday, but Riddle does have a championship match with him. Cleve then to Tones real quick. Both I your called thoughts. I
1: that on the show a couple weeks ago. What do
0: you up. think? What do you think? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it did seem like it had to go. They, and they're having some long. This is good long term storytelling because we all know Randy's eventually going to come back. Uh, he ain't going to be out that much longer. But Cleve, what happens on uh, Friday? How does it. Does the. You know, disqualification to give Riddle the loss. Uh, do you get a long match, a short match? Will we see Randy the fight? We know Riddle's not going to win, but what do you see happening here?
2: Uh, I'm probably going to go a little bit, just a little out, you know, just a little bit to the right field with this one. But I think the Miz will play a factor in this match. Um, it was sort of hint Monday where the Miz sat in on commentary to watch Riddle's match and, like, you know, nothing really happened. But it was just weird to see the Miz out there. So maybe the Miz, you know, comes out and causes um, Riddle the match. Like you mentioned, no one believes Roman is losing on Friday. You know, it's, come on, it's Roman. But I think the Miz will play a factor in this match.
0: Well, Tons, that's one of your favorite guys, but what are you thinking about uh, what could potentially go down on this championship match on Friday Night SmackDown?
1: Yeah, like I said, a couple weeks ago, I predicted this happening. All right. I said that it would be Riddle and Orton getting the opportunities. And uh, I forget where I you know put that together from. I read it somewhere. But, hey, Cleve and me had it first, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, put that in your pipe and smoke. <laughs> but um, on this match, uh, I I do – Think I think that Riddle is going to, you know, Roman's coming back, right? He's a little rusty in his comeback because he's been gone a while. I think that, you know, it's a championship match and a Friday night SmackDown. They're not going to have Roman just strut out there in dominant fashion. I think Riddle is honestly former UFC star. I think he's going to have Roman on the ropes close to winning this match. And then all of a sudden, whether it's the Usos getting involved or knock off John Taffer, I think someone is going to get their hands in the match, and uh, it'll probably be Knockoff Taffer, and then that's when you might see like Randy Orton come out and you know put his hands on the Usos a little bit after the match. I could see them on Salt and Riddle, and then Orton coming out to save the day and setting up Orton versus uh, Roman Reigns down the road. But I think Knockoff Taffer, the Usos get involved, and uh, it, it creates a uh, havoc.
0: And there you go. There's your all your thoughts and ideas on what will happen there. I hope to see Randy Orton. I think it's a little too soon for that. I think they'll drag this out longer. I think the SummerSlam match will probably end up being Roman versus Randy. So they still have time as we are about six weeks away from that and a couple of weeks away from money in the bank.
1: Well, with uh, the, At the clip we've been seeing Roman, though, they might need six weeks to build that
0: up. Yeah, because he's not – he's he is for SummerSlam and uh, the Battle at the Castle overseas. He's going to be up those pay-per-views, so people speculate Randy, then Drew. But until then, this SmackDown might be one of the few times we get him until the end of um, July. So another couple of storylines on SmackDown that are going to be in the limelight without uh, Roman there all the time. And Tones, you pick – you could talk about them both or just pick one. Gunther is the new, formerly known as Walter, is the new IC champ who has, man, if you see his body transfer uh, transformation since NXT UK to now, it's amazing. He's a huge guy, but he has just really went from a gut to a six pack and is just dominating as he beat Ricochet last Friday. Or Max Dupree, and he is starting his run this Friday, as people speculate, Cesaro uh, might be the first to join his fashion uh, line, but he is bringing somebody on and that I feel like that's going to get more of a missed TV field as it seems more down that road, but outside of Rousey and Shotzi who are going at, those are the storylines there. Uh What do you think about anything going on SmackDown that doesn't include the tribal chief and the ones?
1: Yeah, I, I think there's a couple interesting things, honestly, uh, the Max Dupree thing doesn't really catch my eye that crazy. Can't lie about that. Um, not mm-hmm. really disagree. Not really interested to see what the heck Max Dupree does. Though you know, he'll be, he'll be released sooner than because you ready. don't know him. That's why but. he'll be released sooner. He's one of those guys who gets called <laughs> up. He won't have a home soon, and he's gonna be one of these bums that go Impact Wrestling because he can't feel the freaking tent in Vince McMahon's backyard. But anyways, um, if I'm looking forward to anything. Uh, honestly, I, I wonder the complexity they're going to take Shotzi Rousey because that's one of those things where nobody could seriously uh, think that Shotzi is going to eventually dethrone Rousey, but, um, Rousey's kind of getting her feet wet again, still getting back into the mix of the WWE. I am interested to see though, um, what's next for Sammy Zane. I mean, we've seen him lose a big match last Friday and, uh. You know, he's kind of on the fence with the bloodline. So will he try and, uh, you know, remain in or, you know, still try and beg in? Or what's next for Sami Zayn? Um, Not really sure. So I'm intrigued to see where he goes and what his direction is. Because I did hear that um, he'd like to make an important run soon. He said that in an interview. So, you know, he's hoping for something a little bit bigger for himself.
0: Cleve, anything from you from SmackDown uh, before we wrap up here as we get towards AEW Dynamite?
2: Oh, Walter winning the Intercontinental Champion might have been the best thing that has happened to that belt in quite a in a long time, actually. Um, I read an article where Vince and a lot of high-up high, up, high up execs in WWE are very – they like Walter, especially the transformation you mentioned of his body from having you know somewhat of a stomach to now a six-pack – Um, he's a believable guy. He let me look at him. His chops are probably the best in the business. He's a guy that can easily bring back that recognition to the Intercontinental Champion that was just sorely, really sorely missing from the past few guys that held it. Ricochet did a good job, even though we barely seen him win it. Um, I think that experiment failed. I think um, Ricochet goes to the back of the line and. I don't want people to get angry about it. We've seen, you know, they gave Ricochet a chance, and he just couldn't deliver. So now we got a new champion, Walter. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do for the middle car division.
0: And she yeah, I got her.
2: I, I got a you know little more info before I do head out, because
1: fellas, I gotta go um, get prepped for this lightning game. Big boy needs to eat portillo's, get a little prepared, and uh, I need uh, to
0: find my dinner anyway.
1: The Stanley Cup. But one last thing on the whole Vincent Man something. Now people are bringing this to light. Back on April 30th, right around when Nia Jax got released, she tweeted, it's a shame some people deserve to get the opportunity to shine like the star they really are. But unfortunately, certain higher-ups can never see past their own perverted ways. Too bad there aren't the lucky ones who can use blackmail to keep their job. So it seems like Nia Jax knew of this a little bit back in April. And it seems like um, more and more is going to come out, uh, again, negatively towards... My
0: hole! Know. And somebody tweeted uh, two real quick times before you get out of here. Vince McMahon and Johnny Ace had an ace up their sleeve. Uh, yeah. And, and they, have a, they have a picture of... Uh, Austin theory is the, uh, poor alleged victim, but, uh, that, that, that's a twisted I've seen,
1: one. I've seen a twisted one too. It said Jeff Hardy is the first ever triple crown winner to get a DUI and <laughs> AEW impact wrestling and WWE. So, uh, there's a lot of wow. things going on and a lot of heinous jabs being thrown, but fellas appreciate you guys having me. It's been incredible. Um, Helena in cell was great. Um, I'm just glad to be back on the pod and, uh, it was a lot of fun. Hopefully um, all of us, uh, you know, we stay out of the news and, and no hot <laughs> allegations or DUIs pop up. But uh, other than that, stay blessed, people. Uh, Bucketeers coming at you in the near future with more Madden content, perhaps. As you know, our own Stunner loves doing that. And, uh, yeah, Joey, go find your food because I got a warm beef waiting right upstairs.
0: Right I'm so – no, and I saw the picture. They delivered it to the other 1501.
1: Uh, that might not be there when you get there. So it's gonna be. A... <sighs> Have fun rooting for uh, the Yankees. That that makes me sick. But uh, yeah, you know, so Yankee. Yan- by season end, you're probably gonna be a freaking you know whoever's winning number them. one. I'm shocked you're not a Braves fan, buddy. Oh, we're number one right now. That's all that matters. Man.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, you're not number anything. Okay, and thank you again, Mr. Tampa Towns, for all that and the damn report. Go
1: Lightning, baby. We start tonight, baby. Game one, we're going to come in. We're going to slap these avalanche around, and we're going to freaking make this our three-in-a-row row 3 p baby, because we're the new hockey town in Uni- United States of America. Let's do it.
0: Championship week it is, and thank you once again, Tampa Tones. Is Cleve? We're getting to the last few minutes here, and wow! I mean, we hit a lot of angles. I, I was going to talk more raw, uh, get a little more in depth, but really, this You know, when you're the top guy like Vince McMahon um, or Tony Khan is, and all this stuff comes out, it's going to lead the news. For a long, long time, and that's really all people are tweeting about. Yeah, this person says Hero Tones was alluding to it earlier. Uh, Someone was saying that on Twitter, salary of $100,000 for this lady, but increased to $200,000 after beginning a sexual relationship. The email board also alleged Mr. McMahon gave her like a toy to Mr. Laurinaitis. The board is investigating the allegations in the email. The people familiar with the inquiry said. Um, yeah, you feel bad for the Bella's mom who is married to Laurenitis if that is true as well. Shame on him, but whew, boy, oh boy, I, I'm really interested to see if they say anything to start SmackDown. Probably not, it's all allegations and all hearsay right now. But what a bombshell!
2: Yeah, this is definitely uh, no one was expecting to go read the, uh wrestling article today and hear this. Um, it seems like you already got a few people. He mentioned Nia Jax speak out. Even though if we're, um, if we're being completely honest, though, with Nia Jax, I don't think it was really the look about Nia Jax. It was just her in the ring. She was that. Uh, she was honest.
0: violent. Nobody that, liked I, her.
2: I really don't. Because uh, I know there's going to be some people that will jump on Nia's side, you know, try to say it's about the look. But, no, if we're being completely honest, the reason Nia Jackson didn't last in WWE because she was injured. She literally, like, bro, look how big she was fighting these little girls. And then she wasn't safe at all. And she broke Becky's nose during that uh, the Survivor Series. Literally broke Becky's nose. How many other women wrestled Nia Jackson had complained about how dangerous she is in the ring? So I just think when you have sort of people like that calling out, you got to, like, you got to come on. Like, Nia, respect their opinion, but we watched you in the ring
0: yeah and I don't know I'm not even gonna speak on her because that's how little I think of her these days it makes me sick how she posts videos like she's something um amazing to look at that she's all it's like oh, oh dear um but yeah we're gonna keep you guys posted at Cleveland me and our twitter uh between that and my <laughs> dinner being delivered to the other building I am just rattled now uh I hope we get a good smackdown this friday uh Raw, obviously, right now has a little bit, you know, with no Randy Orton and no Cody Rhodes, getting a lot of women in the main scene. We're going to get Asuka versus Becky Lynch in a qualifying match um, for Money in the Bank. And then next week, we're going to hit Money in the Bank heavy uh, as we were kind of sideswiped with this news. We still have a couple of episodes because as I believe uh, it is in Vegas, Mister Clay, but money in the bank date wise is that th- it's, it's Fourth of July weekend. It is July. It is July second on Saturday. So
2: I get to see that before I move. That's great.
0: Yeah, we'll get three more Smackdowns and two more Raws. So. The next, be ready for the latter month. We'll get a couple of guests in here to be talking about that. Anything before we get out of here?
2: Um, no, not really. Just go Celtics
0: that. for me too. I'm gonna say that. Let's,
2: you know, let's, uh, I hope Celtics, man, because I really don't want to hear the Steph Curry nonsense. But I just want to again thank all of our listeners that tune in every week. It was an amazing weekend last week with Joe and the boys. Um, I know a lot of people thought that car would be weak, but in person. That was, I think the crowd made a lot of the matches better, but honestly, you couldn't really pick out a match where it was a snooze fest. And
0: let me say that place, there was usually all Sederine has empty seats, not a blocked off section or empty seat in the house.
2: It was packed. Uh, The main event was probably one of my favorite moments. Um, You hit, you know, Joe and Tones rooting for Cody, me and this other lady in the other row yelling for Seth. And Timmy. It was just a cool environment. Um, I've never seen – I know it's my second time. I don't know if the first time I went was this packed, but if you scanned around the arena – It was not as packed
0: because that was just a Monday night raw, even though we had VIP seats, which was amazing, but it was not sold out like this.
2: Every seat was packed. Literally, you had to – I remember me and Tones went to the concession stand just because you had to go during the match because if you didn't go during the match, you are going to be in line for 30 30 minutes trying to buy something, but it was an amazing experience. Great to see. Phenomenal hell in the cell. Wish we would have saw more blood, but Cody Rhodes, you know what? I was very critical of Cody Rhodes early on. I will admit him coming out and wrestle with that type of injury definitely changes my view about him and he definitely deserves to be a WWE champion in his company someday.
0: Yeah. And man,
2: what a way to
0: send you off, bro. That was a great um, 10 out of 10 time, a good weekend. Um, Tones' lady's birthday party was phenomenal. Uh, just a good way to send it off. And uh, I got him a right-hand man shirt as, you know, where are and me is. He's been my right-hand man in this podcast all along. So I thought that was fitting along with other great gifts for me and Mr. Tones. Uh, so really had a good time there. I can't believe one more pay-per-view before you're off the waters and into Hawaii wishing you the best and I will be making a move as well. So we're going to hit it hard through money in the bank. And what I think we're going to do in July is we're going to have two shows. We're going to have one midway through the month and then we're going to have a summer Sam preview, Um, but we're not going to be coming every week in July. And then once um, we get settled in September hits around. We start getting back into that mania run already. I mean, more of a Royal Rumble run. We'll hit it going into the fall, but Cleve, man, it's been great. Uh, we'll be talking on the side. I'm sure, like I said, go Celtics, go Lightning, and boy, oh boy, Mr. Hardy and Mr. McMahon. But for that being said, God bless. This is Cleve, me.
2: I'm going to go find my lost center. God night.